Welcome, everybody, to the 12th episode of the Moogles and Mages podcast. My name is Dan, also known as Mage Man Dan on Twitter. I'm here with Cody, the cavalier of content, the man himself who will teach <laughs> us some FF14. Yeah, I, I, cavalier of content. That that's that one's interesting. Brand mm. new. Good job. See? Props I, on that. I'm I'm upholding my promise, and I hope that you will as well in ensuring me <laughs> that you have nothing but premium ideas and information for me to learn about. <laughs> Oh no, you keep doing this to me. <laughs> My expectations have never been higher. Okay, today, let's talk about a ghost ship. Ooh, okay, we're in the right season for that, a little spooky season. <laughs> so fair warning, this episode is going to contain a lot of uh, Celtic names, and I am going to butcher the hell out of the pronunciations i did look up some stuff on how to pronounce them but i, I am but a poor american forgive me <laughs> you gotta own it man you just gotta say you know what at this point i'm just gonna purposefully say them incorrect <laughs> <laughs> so in heaven's word the warrior of light you're spending your time in ishgard and you hear this rumor of a ghost ship appearing in the sea of clouds and it, it will just appear briefly and then dip back below the clouds and you know people are like is it real because you know you'll see it you'll tell your friends and they're like you're crazy i've never seen a, a ghost ship in the sea of clouds huh so it's kind of like edda with the whole disappearing and reappearing mm -hmm, thing. exactly so the the warrior of light you know th this is captured the imagination of the public and they're like i'll go check it out so we we head out to the sea of clouds and in our investigations uh we meet a little lalafell girl um and she is a uh, member of a group of sky pirates known as the red bills hmm. and they are also interested in this ghost ship Ooh. because if it's real there's bound to be some sweet, sweet treasure on it, right? Of course. So you hook up with the Red Bills saying, let's find this thing, mm. right? Like, I'll come with you. This will be great. And, you know, they, they think they can do it. So there's another pirate crew, too, that you're competing with. I don't remember what they're called. The, the Talons? Something like that? Mm-hmm. But they're not important enough. They, they don't get the name. They're, they're not going like, to do they, they, They're a driving, like, rivalry, but they don't really accomplish much. <laughs> they're basically just the timer that, okay, okay, if, if we yeah, don't get fine. it, then they do. But you guys find this ghost ship, right? Mm. Turns out, this isn't really a ship at all. Oh? It's a little thing known as the Void Ark. Okay... <laughs> yeah so we talked about it very briefly during the war of the magi and the calamities episode but there's actually an entire sub storyline dedicated to exploring the void arc finding out you know what's going on with it why it's here uh what? you know why is it suddenly reactive after the war of the magi I'm... oh wait is this the giant spaceship yeah, the Warhammer-looking thing covered Whoa. in coffins. So that's still floating around. Yeah, it's just flying around the Sea of Clouds. 
even though it was built some, you know, 1600 years ago. And despite it being massive, the thing mm-hmm. was huge. Oh yeah, it's big. So you guys decide to go investigate, right? So you get in your little sky skimmers, you fly over to the to the void arc, you board it, you know, you fight your various nasties. Uh, this thing is covered in void scent, by the way. Oh yeah, because you had mentioned that they kind of overrun it, and that's how yeah. it breaks down. So the the city of Mach, they um they were the black mage nation, mm-hmm. and they kind of saw the writing on the wall with the War of the Magi, and where the other nations were sort of like hunkered down doing their thing, they had more grand aspirations. So Mach built this void arc by reaching out to the void scent and getting them to teach them how to do stuff how okay so hold on so far the only void sin that i know of is sentient is that whole the the dark cloud that Mm. it was it zandy or no it's like zandy's Uh, researcher cloud of darkness is what you were thinking zandy was trying to uh summon her yes yes so if you look at that that establishes that there can be sentient and thinking void scent everything else mm-hmm. just seems very mindless and destructive and chaotic yeah uh there's a method to their madness i for sure i guess so yeah but here's the thing black mages and superiority complex kind of go hand in hand <laughs> that's unsurprising <laughs> so they're they're contacting these void scent. They're making contracts with them. They're saying, "Teach us how to make this void technology." But the void scent are far smarter and more cunning than the black mages gave them credit for. Mm. And they're teaching them flawed information. <laughs> they trained them wrong as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> the void center playing 5d chess at this point i mean you're dealing with mortals right like they're just mortals they've got 80 100 years in them at most silly squishy things these mortals you're a you're a a, a nigh immortal void being sign a contract it doesn't mean anything once he's dead <laughs> that's a good deal so the the void arc is sort of built out of thousands of containment units for void scent you said that they were using them like batteries right exactly but these void scent knew when they were built that those containment units would not last forever Uh, This is simply a really, really long con. Yeah, I was curious when we talked about the War of the Magi, was it purposeful intervention from somebody that that was trying to break it down or something? But no, 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 just the long con. Yeah, though even within the Void Scent, you know, there are, you know, games within games going on here. They're, they're not necessarily all working together. 
even when they're working together because they want to be more powerful than everybody else. Right. One void scent in particular uh, was controlling the void arc. A guy named Diabolos. I mentioned him before. I don't know if he has an official title, but his kind of theme is Nightmare. Ooh. Yeah, he's he looks like this. He is a stereotypical <laughs> demon. Yeah, right? He, he kind of looks like Diablo from the Diablo series. Uh, right, yeah, exactly. He, you know, red and black horns, tail, right, wings. Big wings. He's, you know, he's a demon. It's what he do. He was actually summoned a really long time ago in the War of the Magi as a deterrent. Because, believe it or not, all of the black mages were not intending to use void scent as weaponry. Mm. There was a woman named High Void Mage Cesare, and she intended to use the void scent as a deterrent. It was a sort of a, a, a cold war where she was like, if we have these void scent, but we don't necessarily need to unleash them we just need to say you know hey amdapur don't push us uh, or we will release the void scent right right but mach's ruling body uh a group known as the coven they decided that that was not the plan okay they released diabolos uh <laughs> as a weapon against Amdapur, and he was remarkably effective. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hang on. So, I'm expecting nobody in that area has ever even considered what a void scent would be, right? J just about anyone. Probably not. It's probably something they've encountered, but not like intentionally. So imagine that you're just chilling, you're going in your everyday wonderful fantasy life, you hear the occasional news about this Cold War that's going on, <laughs> some mysteries about, oh yeah, here they got something new going on, and then literal Satan comes and wrecks your town. <laughs> yeah, just a, a actual cloud of bats flies in, turns into <laughs> this thing, and just starts wreaking havoc. Oh man. That would suck. Yeah. So he causes a lot of trouble in Amdapur. And he is eventually, however, defeated. The Amdapuri seal him inside a place known as the Tower of White. And he has been kept sealed in there uh, for the remainder of the War of the Magi and beyond. Whoa. He was sealed in there for a very long time. Wait, so how does... The White Tower keep him locked up when this Void Tech didn't. I, mean, I know the Void Tech was purposefully flawed, but... He was never actually in the Void Arc. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah, he was before the Void Arc. But still, uh, that the those chambers wouldn't really have done anything to him, but what's special about this White Tower that actually holds him? You know, I, I really don't know. By the hmm. time the player encounters it, the, the bindings are already weakened enough that he's, you know, threatening to escape. Hmm. And we can't stop him. When we show up, 
the uh, elementals and uh, the the elementals had put a spell on Amdapur to sort of hide those ruins mm-hmm. and sort of keep uh, white magic as a, a an unknown, mm. so that these couldn't happen again. But those spells fade over time. The the mm. bindings that were holding Diabolos they they start to fall. We head into the uh, lost city of Amdapur, and we fight Diabolos and defeat him, but we don't kill him. Can you kill a Void Scent? Oh yeah, oh yeah, you you can kill a Void Scent. Okay. Uh, whether they actually die or not, I'm not <laughs> sure. Are you telling me that Void Scent aren't always killed when they die? <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know if a void sense ether would be dispersed back into the life stream or Ooh. if it would just be yoinked back to the void. That's a good question. I mean, we ha- we probably haven't really seen any evidence of anyone from a different shard dying and then anything funky going on with their essence, right? Hmm. I, there's also the fact that void scent are summoned into hosts, usually. They don't have corporeal forms on their own. Mm. I really don't know. I guess that's something to look into. Uh, That that would be really interesting if... Oh, hang on. Hmm. What if it's the Asians? What if the Long Con was tainting all of the ether in in Heidelin's realm with this void scent ether muddying Ah. it up? Ah. Just the long haul for a darkness-based calamity, huh? Exactly. And then whenever the time comes and (laughs) there's that war between Zodiac again, all of a sudden, there's an issue. Heidelin isn't doing what she can normally do. Maybe. I had often thought about the, the actual summoning of a Void Scent. Like, it can't be easy to breach the the barrier between shards right Mm. so does the summoning of a void scent function the same way as a calamity like the flood of darkness aspected ether from overuse of black magic could you know make a basically a tiny little rift yeah, because you don't have to do anything on the void side. That's already oh, just full chaos. primed and ready. <laughs> so all you need to do is on one side. Yeah, maybe. But it's not big enough to trigger a full calamity. Mm. It's just, you know, a, a little bit. Maybe because the calamity has already happened. Mm. And there's that, I guess, I don't know how to put it. Yeah. yeah. Well... Anyways, <laughs> theory crafting aside, uh, Diabolos escapes, and he has a master plan. He wants to head to the Void Arc, because one Void Scent on the Void Arc is obscenely powerful. That would be the Shadow Queen Scatha. That's right, you mentioned there was the Shadow Queen and the, the, the Eater of Dreams or something? I guess that would be uh, Lord of Nightmares. Lord of Nightmares. Okay, gotcha. Right, so he wants to release his queen and get, you know, ultimate revenge. Is Diabolus a simp? Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, hang on. Let me let me show you Scatha. Scatha does not look anything like you would expect a void scent. This is Scatha. Oh, that is not what Weird. I was anticipating. Yeah, so she's, you know, a, a, a very, like, petite woman. Essentially wearing, like, a checkered bodysuit. <laughs> but she has, like, like anime hair and, and, like, a doll's face. But her eyes are just black. Everything about this is screaming Uncanny Valley at me. Mm-hmm. She's too tall. She's got the weird anime, like, head and hair on top yeah. of a more believable body, I guess. Are you familiar with um, Madoka Magica? I am. Okay. If I can find an image of these, she summons these little monsters during her fight. But they are little chimeras that look like stitched together dolls. And and I, I have no idea how else to put them. Like doll chimeras? Yeah. Uh... Hang on, give me, give me just a second. This is not the enemy, but it is the same model. Alright, here you go. So during her fight, she summons these little guys. Whoa! <laughs> that is... Yeah, yeah, that is just an amalgamation of... <laughs> it looks like all these teddy bears and dolls just stitched together at weird angles, but they're all kind of spiky? Yeah, but it... it... To me, it feels like something out of Madoka. I could see that, yeah, especially if it was a little more colorful. It looks kind of mm-hmm. gray in this. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. Diabolus wants to release Scatha. So, while the Warrior of Light is on the Void Arc, and we're, we're pushing through, right? Mm. Just a fun little thing to mention. One of the enemies you encounter on the Void Arc is another Void Scent who is named Kuhalan. So he looks like just this horrible tentacle monster, right? <laughs> and it's interesting. The lore behind Kuhalan in Celtic myth is that he was apparently a, like, notoriously beautiful man. Oh. He was born named Setanta. Uh-huh. And he eventually became Kuhalan, uh, the Hound of Ulster after he was trained in warfare by Scatha. Oh, so Scatha is also in Celtic mm-hmm. mythos. She is a, she's a warrior maid. <laughs> but one thing that's interesting about Cúchulain, and it might explain his appearance in FF14, uh, and in Final Fantasy XII, for that matter, because he's in both. Cúchulain mm-hmm. was known for his battle rage. I still don't get why he's ugly though. <laughs> so one of the one of the translations for battle rage is a very warhammer pronunciation translation a warp spasm. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he basically goes full Jekyll and Hyde and becomes this horrible monster that can't discriminate between friend and foe ah whenever he goes into his warp spasm Mm -hmm. and he just rampages through the battlefield so does he transform back into his handsome self i would assume yeah 
So do we ever see a, a, a more handsome-looking self in FF14, or is it just this Oh, guy? that is the handsome version. Oh, come no, on. Okay. He doesn't... No, he never <laughs> transforms. All that guy does is smack you with tentacles and occasionally puke. <laughs> Way to go, <laughs> Void Sin, for smashing our Western ideology around beauty. Yeah, 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 exactly. He's actually, like... Like, he's, he was, like, high school prom king. He's an attractive man by void sense standards. <laughs> yeah, look at all that mass that he's cultivated. <laughs> so, you know, we, we fight through them. We beat up Kuhalan. We reach the, the heart of the void arc. Ooh. And Diabolos has beat us there. He's actually the one who rose the void arc from the um from the ground and has taken it to the skies right mm. and he taunts you first because diabolos is cocky <laughs> he taunts you and then he steals scatha's coffin i'm assuming that she is the heart of the void arc that was fueling it maybe there was a massive coffin there that was opened when we encountered it Oh. And we assume that that's where Scatha was stored. Uh, we do have to fight another monster known as Echidna. I, I don't know if there's much lore behind her, but she's not Celtic. Okay. Odd one out. <laughs> but we don't leave empty-handed. We meet a Maki um, familiar. A little ether construct... Uh, you're familiar with the name. It's it's in Final Fantasy VII. Uh, it's written as Kate Sif, but it is pronounced Kat She. Uh, uh? Yeah. What? Uh huh. Yeah. Look, man. You don't. Cody, what, what is this? <laughs> that is Kat She. He was the personal familiar of High Void Mage Cesare. <laughs> I okay. I'm gonna tell you the one thing that's really irritating me about Cat Catchy, mm-hmm. and it might not be what you think it is. Is it the eyes? It's the tail. Why is it just crooked like that at the end? It looks like someone <laughs> bent it and snapped it into a handle. Uh, would you prefer this? Uh, would you prefer this concept art where it just sticks perfectly straight? I have to say no. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like Catchy. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Catchy is translated as uh, fairy cat. Wait, hold on. You know what we were talking about with the Makota? How in some cultures, the whole idea of cats, like they might steal your soul if they you know sit on your chest when you're sleeping. <laughs> That's what this does. <laughs> It's the eyes, man. The uh, eyes, I hate them. That's where They're your so goal. Big. That's where your soul goes into, dude. <laughs> also, I I will say this. I like his little cape. Okay, the cape. He's got a cute little cape. I'm okay with that. We we can negotiate for keeping that. That's all right. <laughs> we actually bring Katshi back with us, and they tell us a little bit about the Void Arc. So, it's easy to believe that the void arc was mock's end game but that's not actually the truth mm-hmm. the void arc was merely meant to transport 
the citizens of Mach from their home to a new location. Oh, yeah, because that was going on during the Flood. Right. So the the Coven actually approached Cesare, uh, who they had previously sort of wronged with Diabolos, and they said, hey, we need you to oversee the Void Ark's flight and maintain the bindings on these Void Scent. And Cesare is like, fine, I'll let me go check it out. Only to immediately find that bad things had happened. <laughs> Scathus bindings were not good enough. Mm. And she broke out and was actual, ab- just absolutely murdering mm. the, the Maki. Uh, so roughly 50 mages had to sacrifice their lives to rebind her. Good lord! Including Cesare. So wow. that leaves the Void Ark completely unpiloted right but the plan for the void arc was to take them to a floating city that mock had created known as dun sky wait is this the place that you were telling me that one beast tribe had something with no that is a second floating city known as azis law how many floating cities do we have? Two. <laughs> <laughs> so their plan is to head to that place, Dunsky. Interesting things about Dunsky: it is a real place in Ireland. Oh, interesting. Let me find the uh, thing I was reading about it. Hmm. Yeah, Dunsky Castle, a ruined castle on the coast of the island of Skye. In oh my god, I said Ireland, didn't I? <laughs> I'm gonna that I'm sorry, I've committed a cardinal sin. Now you done it. <laughs> I, I have I have mixed up the Irish and the Scots. Oh no. <laughs> Anyways. Uh we'll we'll conveniently edit that so nobody murders me. So would you like uh, me to crucify you or, or any one of our <laughs> listeners? <laughs> uh the northwest of Scotland and it is known as the Fortress of Shadows. Oh. Yeah, it's so cool. Uh, th- this is apparently where Scatha lived. What? Oh, oh right. In-, in Celtic mythos, where Scatha lived. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was Not thinking, in wait, Final wait, the Fantasy. I know. We're, we're blending the, the lore right now. <laughs> so, you know, that's their game. That's their end game to get there. Nobody mm. made it there. Hey. The, the the citizens of Mach lived and died with the Void Ark. I mean, maybe some of them were there? I mean, somebody had to build Dunsky, so... That's a good question. Okay, so with this floating city, it's not a natural phenomenon, right? No. Okay. It was very much built with purpose. I, I'm assuming built with magic. I mean, how else do you get this thing to float? Yeah, pretty much. So we're like, we know where he's going, because Kachi tells us that, you know, that's got to be his plan, to to go to Dunsky. But we aren't strong enough to fight Scatha on our own. Right, right. Kachi says, it's okay. The Maki had a plan. They created a failsafe, 
a a powerful artifact known as the void or uh, not void stone um the null stone a powerful artifact known as the the null stone and it was kept in safekeeping in the city of Mach. Hang on, I'm, I'm sorry. My voice is making so much noise. Let, let me take care of this noise outside, and I'll be right back. All right, so what were we talking about? The Null Stone. Yes. So, Mach had their failsafe, the Null Stone. And the Null Stone is capable of nullifying any contract with a Void Scent, as if that matters, and completely destroying their vessel. Uh, they, they lawyered up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is supposed to be their their plan of them saying, oh, the Void Saint can't trick us. We have a loaded gun. <laughs> ah, yes. The pen mightier than the sword. The gun <laughs> mightier than the pen. But all that really did was make sure that they didn't get tricked by any of the stupid Void Scent. Mm. The really smart ones were just better than their gun. So, I mean, good job. Gunblade has entered the chat. (laughs) (laughs) So, they recommend that before we go and pursue Diabolos, we should go get the Nullstone. So we head to, to what's known as the Weeping City of Mach. This place is really cool. Mm. I I love the Weeping City. Uh, visually, it's great. Oh. Yeah. It's really cool on the inside where you can even see they have a ton of coffins within the city. Of just like the, the scale at which these guys are summoning Void Scent is insane. Yeah, so it looks like there's a lot of scattered pillars in mountainous regions here. What is this cloudy area beneath the the walkways? So that may or may not have been there at the time. The mm-hmm. the city that we see has been absolutely devastated by the flood. Mm. So I don't know. That could be uh that could be secondary damages, or it could have been just where Mach was located. Do we know what that giant pyramid is? We do. So the second image I sent you of the, the like containment center that has like all the the coffins lining the walls and stuff. I just saw that now. <laughs> yeah. This is like the Matrix where the scene where you see all the human batteries. It's like that, but (laughs) FF14. So that is the bottom of that pyramid. And as you get about halfway up, uh, that's when you encounter... It's not even halfway up, it's towards the top. Uh, That's where you encounter Ozma. Oh, okay. Yeah, the super weapon. Right, right. Oh, so th- that's what Osmo is being fueled by? That's where Osmo is being contained, at the very least. And then, at the very top, that's where you see the, um, the container for the Null Stone. Now, the, the, the city itself is pretty much devoid of natural life, but the Void Scent have made sure it's not empty. 
there there's a particularly haunting part with a void scent named Forgel. And he is raising the dead to use as weapons against you. Um, but what what's what's crazy about it is that the dead are sentient. They're not in control, but they're sentient. Oh, so their bodies are out of their control, but they're still aware of what's going on. Yeah. Oh, and man. and it's during the fight they're like, they're like you know begging you to not get killed. You know they're they're like get out of the way. He's gonna do terrible things. Uh, and it's it's just like, ugh, that's just what's left. That's terrifying to have a dead person running up to you, screaming at you to run away. <laughs> oh. Yeah, because like, what's he gonna do? He can't stop. <laughs> oh man! Wait, so how how does this tie into what's going on with the current day ghost dark stuff? Because I know we've we've been going back and forth. Oh oh, uh, apologies if this wasn't clear. This is now. Oh, go going to get the lodestone. This is you going for the nullstone, yes. Or the, the um, nullstone. Yeah, that's what you guys are after. So we're heading to the actual city to get the nullstone there. Okay, so just to make sure, we see the ghost arc floating around. It's mysteries. We don't know if it's real or not. We get on ship. We find out it's real, and it's being led by... Diabolos. Diabolos. I keep wanting to say Diablos for Monster Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> so we see that that's being controlled, and then we learn about okay, we can go Scat and get this null stone and all that. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. And you're you're up to now. <laughs> so you know we we push past Forgol and his horrible zombies. We climb the tower. Ozma is still active. Wait. What? Yeah, you have to fight Ozma to progress. Oh, oh, okay, so that's where the Ozma fight comes in. Gotcha. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, you you fight Ozma. You you get pulled into that black hole, and there's like huge chunks of Nim that mm. are just still there. And it's like he just ate them. Like Oz- <laughs> Ozma just ate part of their city, and, and just then just sent, came home. Just send Diabolo there. Yeah, why not? I'm just stuff. What's the worst he can do? He's in a pocket dimension. <laughs> yeah, what was that from Dragon Ball? Was it a garlic? Oh yeah. <laughs> you just just pull a garlic junior on him. I actually have that on VHS. Oh man, the callback. That's a classic. So, when you make it to the top where the void or the null stone is supposed to be, I keep messing the name up now. <laughs> uh, when you, when you get up there, you find that. The guardian of the Nullstone is still alive. What is he? She was a Maki sorceress who was appointed to guard the Nullstone. Her name is Calafisteri. Whoa. Is she human? She may have been at one point. Okay. Calafisteri is a weirdo. <laughs> um so the ether of the area and like the the null stone itself most likely you know she's she's just consuming ether to try and extend her lifespan Mm. but then it goes further because she started to consume the blood of void scent (laughs) what 
I, yeah. You know, if, to, to her credit, I don't see a water fountain there. That's fair. Uh, when when you fight her, you can actually see this, like, here's an image of Califisteri. You can actually oh. see this big green ball that she's got. You might think, oh, that's the Null Stone. You'd be wrong. That is like a jello shot of void scent blood. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh. like, periodically during the fight, she'll basically just slurp this thing up to do crazy attacks on you. Uh, oh, she's getting white girl wasted on demon <laughs> blood. <laughs> yeah, she has, like, her hair is prehensile. And, and she can, like, shift it into, like, axes or, or swords. And, like, her primary attack is called haircut. <laughs> and it's just a, a huge cleave. Wait, so, so were, were the Machians, the, the Maki people, a human? Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe they were all Lalafell, actually. Oh, okay, yeah. So she is far from whatever she was before. I found a thing. I found a clip of her slurping it. There you go. Whoa! <laughs> She's ginormous! Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Califisteri is not, you know, normally sized by any means. <laughs> when you pulled this up, I thought it was, in size, kind of like one of those really big globes that you might see in a professor's office or something. No, this thing is... What would you yeah. say the, the, this this demon blood is the size of? Um, that's another clip. I don't know. I mean, it's it's bigger than it, it's several feet in in diameter. Cause it, it's it's bigger than like a player character. Man, she's a really cool looking boss, though. It is a really cool boss. So yeah, Calphisteri, right? Like what a like, just chilling for eternity, drinking void blood, protecting a rock. <laughs> And the thing is, she's sealed up. Like, enemies can't even get to her. Mm. So, what's she got to worry about? She's just sitting up there vibing. Right? So, so how, how does this fight get instigated? Uh, we walk up and say, give me the rock. <laughs> and <Give> then, <laughs> as, like I said, the Warrior of Light does not speak much. What we do is nod and apply violence. <laughs> give me the rock who are you stop resisting <laughs> <laughs> pretty much pretty much it's like we, we're we're a shoot first ask questions never most of the time <laughs> so we show up we beat the crap out of her and we take the null stone right right we also find that our competitor group of pirates they were at Mach and they had nearly died. They were not prepared for the danger they were walking into. But one of them made out with a book. Oh. They found a they, they found a book and it turns out that book is from Dun Sky. Oh. So what's what's in the book? You know, it actually doesn't matter. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the book is completely irrelevant. All that matters is that Kate I almost said Kate Sif. Uh, Kachi sees the book, says, Diabolos has to be at Dunsky right now. And Diabolos says, you're wrong. I'm right here. (laughs) (laughs) 
Diabolos is a very active opponent. He's not like your standard villain who's going to just run away somewhere and then just hang out and wait for you to come to him. Right. See, when he figures out that you guys have the Null Stone, he says, no, 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 that's not happening. So he shows up to you guys, beats you up, and takes the Null Stone. It's just instant transmissions. <laughs> takes the rock. Yeah. So he, he actually shows up, steals your Null Stone, and goes back to his waifu. <laughs> And I, I can only imagine that the Warrior of Light's thought is akin to, what was it, so cowabunga it is. <laughs> yeah, so, so, you know, what do you do now? Well, I mean, the plan now has to be go after him and get the Nullstone back. Of course, yeah. So, you make for Dunsky. I love Dunsky. The dungeon itself is a pain in the ass because mm-hmm. it has mechanics that people like to ignore and it gets killed a bunch. <laughs> but damn if the visuals aren't my thing. Dunsky looks like a cross between like... Ooh. It, it's, it's You know what? It's Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, I was going to say, this just screams Tim Burton. Yeah. It, it is Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland. It's like the you've got the giant moon, and it's just always in vision. Yeah, you've got the checker pattern, the hearts, the spades, the There's spikes. like stained glass all over the place. It's super cool. Oh, so that picture of, uh, what was her of name? Of Scatha. Yeah, that's inside of there as well. Okay. It is. Uh, and the picture of Diabolos I sent you is actually at the top of Dunsky. Because you can see the moon in the background there. Right, right. Dunsky is not a friendly location. Before you even land, you get in a battle on the deck of your airship with a horrible being only known as Death Gaze. Uh, <laughs> Death Gaze basically looks like a manta ray if it had a human skull and creepy hands. What? Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. This is so cool, though. Mm-hmm. I, this is how he appears in uh, FF14, if I can find this image. It's it's really faithful to the Amano art, I think. But yeah, it's, it's, it is it's it is straight up. It's like a manta ray. It's wings and a tail. It's got, like, you know, that sort of wing-shaped body and a tail. Yeah, yeah. Except it has a creepy human skull and big old grabby hands. <laughs> I feel like the hands were really unnecessary on this guy. But <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like a hat onto a hat, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, it attacks your airship before you even make it. And also, you know, just for the record, this guy's big. Here's a little comparison shot of you on the back of your airship. But he's quite large whoa okay yeah so you know you face this horrible monstrosity before you even land you beat that you're met with a reoccurring villain or a recurring villain i guess he only appears one other time that i hadn't actually mentioned before his name is uh ferdiad and he's one of diabolos's guys i guess one of his henchmen yeah but he's sort of a weird jester really 
So they've yeah. got a sort of royal court theme. That's that's fair. Yeah. So yeah, he's one of the guys you encounter. Uh, weird Whoa. jester dude with a scythe. Huh. <laughs> okay, so so you back to Warhammer 40k. You, you know the Eldar, right? Space elves. Mm-hmm. So there's a group of them known as the Harlequins. Oh. Are you familiar? I know the name. So th- these guys are part of my favorite thing with the space elves in 40k. They, you've got your normal space elves and you've got your dark space elves, right? Both of them kind of hate each other. But the Harlequins <laughs> are a group of Eldar that uphold traditions. And they put on all these acts and they dress as gestures. And it, it, this guy is reminding me of them a lot. And what, what's really neat about them in the story with 40K is that the dark space elves and the light space elves, they both respect the Harlequins. Oh, like, interesting. Right, right. We okay. hate the other guys, but you guys, you guys are chill. We, we like looking <laughs> back at our history or our culture. So weird space elf jester guy then, a Harlequin. There you go. Yeah, You yeah. fight him. And then, bizarrely, you actually face Scatha. Diabolos himself has decided to just let her fight you. What? Yeah, he's sort of just like, yeah, whatever, you can handle it. Oh, something I should mention before that. Uh, there's an oddball here. There's a visitor from Aziz Law, a uh, an Alagan creation known as Proto Ultima. The, the beta test for the Ultima weapon. Wait, and didn't you say Ultima was one of the names of of Anasian or something like that? Uh, that would I believe that one is Ultima. Oh, not Ultima. Okay, gotcha. Close. But yeah. Apparently, Proto-Ultima has been mistaking the uh, extremely powerful energies of these Void Scent for primals, and has shown up to Dun Sky. It's the weirdest crossover. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, he gets in the way at one point. But you fight Scatha, and she's, I guess, not quite at her full power. Hmm, okay. Because we win. And when you win... It turns out that Diabolos never really cared about her to begin with. Mm. He actually consumes her ether and takes up her position of nobility. So Diabolos, the king of shadows, he becomes known as Diabolos Hollow. Oh, so he goes from a lord of nightmares to the king of nightmares. Yeah. Whoa, that's cool. (laughs) Yeah. So something cool about Scatha that she does, that it's hard to tell in her, that picture I showed you, but she has these shadow hands that'll sort of like creep along the ground and attack you. Uh Uh-huh. Those second set of wings on Diabolos are made of that shadow. So they're, like, prehensile, and they can, like, extend and, like, shapeshift to Ah, attack you. Gotcha. And you guys, you know, go to battle with Diabolos, and it is brutal. He's insanely powerful at this point. Possibly the most powerful Void Scent we've ever fought. And it ends with a Dragon Ball Z beam struggle. (laughs) <laughs> of course it does the only way 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. I was just saying that, of course, that's the only way to get something to, to finish up such an event like this. <laughs> he throws a giant, like, spirit bomb at you, basically. And you guys attack it and throw it back at him. <laughs> and, you know, facing this defeat, he goes into just a berserker state that's like he's killing himself at that point in the fight his hp actually decreases on its own and all you have to do is survive wow uh it's it's rough but we emerge upper the upper hand you know we win Mm -hmm. and then he says okay you know enough's enough i'm gonna kill you now so he jumps back into the sky and he goes to do it again and you're like oh god we're, we're way too weak for this. For one of your Sky Pirate friends, though, he comes in and saves the day. He slams his mana cutter, a little airship, in his own private airship. He just rams it into him. Yo! <laughs> Players three entering the field. That's awesome. Uh, he, just, he just crashes into this guy. And... You know, Diabolos is stunned, and he drops the Null Stone. Was that a mana cutter? (laughs) Did you just hit me? (laughs) Kachi, you know, immediately seizes the opportunity, grabs the Null Stone, and just annihilates Diabolos. Ooh. Now, here's the question, though. Does the Null Stone destroy Diabolos himself, or does it simply destroy his corporeal vessel? Hmm. It sounded like it just broke the vessel from the way you were describing the stone beforehand. Exactly. And ideally, you would think that would be essentially an unsummoning. But we haven't really seen many Void Scent that are quite that powerful. Mm. Is Diabolos really dead? Who knows? Right. Uh, there's a really cool place coming up in uh, Endwalker, a little place known as Pandemonium, described as far beneath the ground upon which mortals tread, steeped in darkness, deep as starless night, ancient power lies dormant. Too hungry, too brutal, too monstrous. What cannot be controlled must be contained in pandemonium. Oh, okay. Maybe we'll run into our boy again. It sounds at the least like a callback. You said that Endwalker is going to be finalizing a lot of storylines. Uh, yeah. I mean, Endwalker's wrapping up a lot of stuff. Um, I don't know if this is going to be related or if Diabolos is going to be there at all. It's mostly just me kind of putting my hands up and being like, please, he's so cool, bring him back. That would be incredible to see that. I don't know if you had seen, uh, that reminds me, I made a post on Twitter a while ago about how Lord of the Rings and FF14 would be oh, such I did an see, incredible crossover. I did crossover. see that. The Copper Bell Balrog. <laughs> I love the idea of a Copper Bell Balrog. Or this new one with Pandemonium. Yeah, <laughs> Pandemonium I, I would, Balrog. I would take that. That would suffice. <laughs> and that's how it ends, though. That's the end of 
the void arc dun sky uh killed by a weird cat gremlin the the <laughs> king of shadows himself i love it i think it's one of my favorite um alliance raid storylines we've had ff14 really is an anime isn't it <laughs> it has a beam <laughs> struggle we 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 dragon ball zm how is that not anime it's great <laughs> it's like a tim burton madoka magica dragon ball z <laughs> smorgasbord yeah and how often do you get a villain that doesn't just like sit back and wait for you that actually really shows up and screws with you as soon as you get the upper hand like that's great <laughs> what's the what's the uh the opposite of deus ex machina it's oh, like God. that, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Let's see. It's got in the machine. Diabolo out of the machine, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Diabolos et machina. Yeah. I have no idea if that's actually right. I'm just winging it. Man. That was really cool. I like that. Uh, wait, what happens with the actual ghost arc? The void arc is, is as far as I'm aware, it's still just chilling. I guess that there's all those void scent that are still there flying around in it. Um, we, we definitely didn't destroy it. We definitely didn't shut it down. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're just kind of leaving it there because... Alright, who, who wants to uh, destroy the ship that has literal swarms of demons inside of it? it, it it's like, who wants to take care of the wasp nest? I don't want to. Oh, yeah, that's a good way to put it, yeah. <laughs> We could light it on fire, but there's always some wasps that come out. Yeah, just put a big bowl on top of it. Just save it for someone else's problem. <laughs> it's something to do after we wrap up the storyline in Endwalker. We'll come back to it later. We just we just pushed that down the down the court a little bit. Send send it to the moon. It'll be the moon people's problem. <laughs> I don't want demons on the moon. <laughs> Maybe they're saving that for after Endwalker. <laughs> we can't keep an eye on the demons on the moon. That's too far away. At least here we know where they are. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right. What well, you want to call it here? I think so. Cool. Well, thank you everyone for joining us on this very fascinating story. That, that was really cool to learn about the different kinds of uh, void scent that we get to experience. But we're gonna go ahead and tune out now, and we will see you guys next week for episode thirteen. Hell yeah.